At this podcast, we believe that representation matters. Giving voice to the voiceless, that is your body, your choice. That Black Lives Matter, that trans rights are human rights, and that sport, whether played with or without a ball, and fandom are for everyone. And we want to tell those stories. You have some really interesting sound effects that you just... I'm beatboxing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can Jordan Beatbox, a new segment spinoff from Can Jordan Sing. Honey, you want to tell us about this episode? It's pretty I'm... fucking phenomenal. This is going to be a fucking phenomenal episode. We are true podcasters because we are introducing the episode after we had our guest. Boom, shakalaka. Oh, <laughs> evolving. Evolving. We have grown up. Episode six. Yeah, no, I there's an intro here to be done. But like this guy that we're having on is a true dude. And I mean that in the sense of like, just love him. Like he's prepared for this episode. He's made it fucking great. I learned so much. So much. I have a new sport to follow. I have just such respect for our guest today. And this is this is all we're doing today because it was so rich with such good content. We like literally don't need to add anything to it. In fact, we will make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're um I don't think he needs an introduction beyond what we've already said because it was just so good. I love it. It speaks, speaks for, for itself. itself. Yeah. I'm really excited for y'all to listen. Enjoy. And also let us know your team. You know what I'm saying? Hit us up on uh, Instagram. Instagram. Let us know. Oh, and we're recording. Okay. For our next guest. I'm more, I'm like, could not be more excited to introduce a really good buddy of mine. I know him from very professional days, but he is such a cool dynamic dude. He's in a band. Well, wasn't a band. He plays instruments. He has songs on Spotify. He's done podcasts. I didn't know this. Yeah. What's Sorry the band name? interrupt the intro. What's the band name? The rumor is true. Um, the yeah. band name. Sorry, not too safe for the, for the children, but. Is a metal band called Dead Things and War. <laughs> That's right, Dead Things and War. So and war. you got a teaser of um, our next guest's voice, but you're going to realize there's a theme to this podcast. I'm friends with a lot of my coworkers. We've been friends for a really long time. They are embracing this adorable hobby of ours. And I, w- I said it last on our last episode that we have guests that will prepare and we have guests that will not prepare, and the hosts never prepare. This guy comes prepared all the time. All the time. And I love that about him. The next guest is Greg. I have a nickname for you. What is it again? <laughs> Wait, I really do have a nickname. Hang on. Greg. <laughs> You didn't write it down. You just thought I of had it. The thought, I had the thought outside. This is so fun. Um, you, you could use the one that's here in the chat if you're struggling. Which is? Which is what? What's his uh, name? My, my, my IG handle, at Meltsface. No, no, it was better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Your nickname is adequate, but Jordan has a better one. I'll, it'll come to me, and I'll reintroduce you in the middle of the segment. But please welcome to the show. Greg Meltzer. 
Hello, hello. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for having me on episode six, my goodness, of Let's Talk Balls. I can't believe it. I am so enthused and proud of y'all for uh, carrying the dream forward. It's awesome. It is so fun. Um, We really don't prepare. We have a lot of fun and we don't even, we do prepare like we spitball. Speak for yourself. (laughs) Did you I prepare? Stats. Did you listen I mean, to the last episode? You Googled it while we were talking. No, I didn't. I, you can't hear any typing. I feel like Kat is in a constant state of preparation with rabbit holing, though. Thank you. Thank you. It is an always on state. <laughs> it's so <laughs> true. A rabbit hole. I'm so glad that she's also our producer and produces herself because if every rabbit hole made it, Maybe it would be a 24 hour marathon. It's like hey, your life. You, know what? you gotta dream big, okay? <laughs> just amazing. Have a live Twitch channel for cats rabbit hole. Oh, All right, man. Greg, I have a big question for you. It might be emotional because um a beloved member of the Dodger family passed away a couple weeks ago, Vince Scully. I'm a total transplant here, but he's synonymous with Dodger baseball. He's synonymous with Los Angeles. Tell me about a memory that you like one of your best memories with respect to like Dodger baseball and Vince Gully growing up or as an adult? I don't really have a single memory. That's my favorite. Um, To your point, Jordan, he was and continues to be because legends never die. Um, The soundtrack to not only Los Angeles, but just baseball in general, in my opinion, he um, could mesmerize you just by talking, you know, baseball a lot of the time, Depending on who you ask, if you're a fan, if you're not a fan, people say it's passive, it's boring, you know, it's not as dynamic as other sports. But there was something about listening to Vin Scully. He was kind of like your interesting grandpa that just always had a story for everything, right? About every single player, about every single situation. And he could be goofy, he could be serious, he could be all of these different things. So um, it was just kind of have having a soundtrack to your life. Um, that's amazing. Do you remember your first game? Oh man, I have photo evidence of it. I don't know if I physically remember it, but I was four. You're going to need to send us that photo. Oh yeah. We're going to need that photo for marketing. Dave Meltzer brought me to Dodger (laughs) stadium. And according to his account, um, I just watched the entire time. Didn't complain, didn't turn around, didn't try to grab for the cotton candy. I was just mesmerized by the game itself. So I guess I was a purist from Oh, that is truly a pure memory, too. That's so sweet. That's I a core that. memory. It is. Core memory. It is. Yeah. We were just talking about Inside Out. For sure. Greg and I worked on that for your consideration campaign for Disney. We did. <laughs> we did. Oh, my gosh. Pixar was like, do not touch our assets. <laughs> they must be perfect. Okay. Exactly. All right. So we're going to go into a segment we call, let's talk about something we don't understand, we don't know about. And that is... Soccer in Europe, <laughs> the Premier, AKA the Premier football. League, footy, football. The, okay, so is it? It's Premier League, and is that the only one? It is not no. the only one, and okay. I am prepared to take you on a tour of Europe, not just England. <sighs> we're going to Spain. We're going to Italy. We're going to Germany. Going we to have been to Camp No. Oh, oh my gosh! This is a this is a travel podcast now. 
it is. I love it. <laughs> love Let it. me get my charcuterie. What's the goal here? Are we going to pick a team? I think the goal of this is to inform our audience that knows nothing about European soccer, European football. Sign me up. Um, to pick their team. Because there was a one point in my life where I knew nothing as well. And How long ago was that? Uh, that was probably around 2005, 2006. Okay. So I'm a good so like, it's, it's, 15 to 18 years in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far okay, as so I've known like, you, I've known you to be a fan of. Yeah. For sure. Should we sell, well, Should we tell people who you are? Is this a bias? Like, so should we, I'm trying this... to, to remain objective. Um, okay. I, I am obviously, know. no one's seeing this video, but wearing a jersey of my team. Yeah, Catherine won't know what that means. Having said that, um, we will keep this objective because I do not want to influence people's choices. Okay. Let's just say for Christmas last year, I got Greg's slippers with the logo of his team on it. And I wear them all the time. (laughs) Man City. No, I don't even know. That's like literally. No, don't worry about it. We'll we'll reveal after the segment. All all I know about, I don't even know if it's Premier League, it's Ted Lasso because we... Have been watching Ted Lasso. That's, that's HBO League or Apple League, whatever. Apple. Plus. Apple League. There's a new one wait, too is, that's coming out. There is. I wait. I heard about this. Is this kind of like behind the scenes, like F one, uh, or is that golf? No, no, no. There's uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob. Oh, Wrexham. Wrexham. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, Ryan Reynolds and his business partner. I think they bought a football team. Oh, it's a, it's Mac from Always Sunny. I forget his last name. Um, what is this a it, reality show? I thought it was scripted, and I was like, they're just jumping on the Ted Lasso bandwagon here, trying to do something with American. I dudes. buy it. Yeah, getting into European soccer, but apparently it's more documentary style, um, where Ryan Reynolds oh. and Rob McElhenney Mac. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. Know. Rob, Rob, Mac. <laughs> Rob from Always Sunny um, actually bought, uh, I think, like lower division uh welsh uh football team so yeah nice yeah oh my gosh yeah all right well I, take us on the tour oh honey you got something to say yeah i mean it's it's not important i just said i i even looked at jobs on mint mobile because ryan reynolds ryan reynolds oh, i mean we're big fans that yeah he's a sweet 4.9 rating on Glassdoor. nothing for me <laughs> but you know anyway all right so just a little context here before we get into it um the European soccer season, football season, is underway. Um, just started about two weeks ago. So if you are interested in following this year, it's not too late. Um, this is also a very interesting year because it is a World Cup year. Um, okay. And the World Cup this year is in Qatar, um, which is very, 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 very hot. And for that reason, the World Cup is usually in the summer. It's now in November. So we will be watching Thanksgiving World Cup game. Nice. Um, which would be really interesting. What happens when we put, we put a pitch together when I was at Bird for this? Oh, in Qatar. I refused to work on it because of the Because it's rights. in Qatar. Yeah. I had a quick question, though. Why is it different when it's a World Cup year? The World Cup year is different for a couple of different reasons. One, typically it's in the summer, which is at the end of the European soccer season. Um, And it's not only European. The World Cup is the world. Everyone's going to play. But not to say that players don't give it their all. They give it their all, but especially in a World Cup year. 
because they're trying to make the team, the international team. They're trying to get called up. They're trying to play for their country on the world stage. So that is a little extra, you know, mustard on your hot dog. Um, yeah, for, for, uh, <laughs> for your European Have season. Have the qualifiers there. already happened? I believe, yeah, the groups are set. So the World okay, Cup yeah. brackets are good to go. That's going to be in November of this year. But we're not talking World Cup. Those are international teams. You're playing for your country. We're talking club, um, which is a collection of a lot of different players from a lot of different places uh, housed in various countries in Europe. Um, okay. All right, so... First stop on the journey is England. We're going to go with the English Premier League. That is uh, definitely one of the most popular, if not the most popular. And uh, in total, I'm going to take you through 13 teams across Europe. Wow. We're going to start with six, though, that are in England. So um, I'm grouping them by territory. England is not a massive country, um, so there are... Man, just in England alone, like over 100 teams across various divisions. But we'll focus on what the Premier League calls the top six, the big six, um, as a good starting point. So we'll start uh, up north in the northwest of England with a team that you likely have heard of, everyone probably has heard of, called Manchester United. So Manchester United are basically the Yankees. Oh, fuck those guys. <laughs> Man, you. I'm not pledging allegiances on this show, but what she said. Fuck <laughs> those guys. And you know what, Catherine? This is a team that's perfect for you. You love a bandwagon. You're going to jump on it. Listen, I am We're not on your shortlist. Well, and... Catherine, I will also say now is not a bandwagon time to root for Man United because they are in the toilet at the moment. Having, Flush on having said that. Um, yeah, that's not for me then. These folks are giants. Um, they are a massive global brand. If you ask anybody to name like one soccer team, they would probably say Hello. Manchester United. If you've seen we have evidence of this. the movie Eurotrip, um, <laughs> they are very prominent in that. They have a huge winning history. Um, some of the most iconic players of all time, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, David Beckham, you know, the list goes on and on and on. Um, and they basically just spend and buy whoever they want. Um, absurd money on stars uh, at one point. Do they have a cap or anything like that in this so That's the fun thing about European soccer. Uh, it does not operate financially in the same way as American sports. There really wow. is no cap, um, but there are terms called financial fair play. So basically, you have to make a certain amount of revenue with your club that correlates to what your uh, salary for the team is. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, so there's okay. some uh, some interesting uh, kind of outcomes of that, but more or less. Sounds made up. Sounds like, how can we pay the most? I feel like professional well, men's soccer egg, though, right? like, is the most like well-paid, like the highest paid sports league. It can be. Basically, you can agree as a team to sell a player to another club for a fee. And that's outside the player's contract. So let's say... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. If it worked this way in American sports, Jordan, you know, I played for the Dodgers and you managed the, you know, Guardians and you wanted to, to buy me, you would have to agree a fee with the Dodgers to basically buy me. And, and then, then pay you. Yes. And then you would have to sign a contract with me. Oh, my gosh. That's so interesting. But, so, like, you have to have the attendance, I'm assuming, and, like, the merch sales to even afford these players but having these players would drive attendance and merch sales. So it is a bit tricky, but once yeah. you're there, you're there. Totally. 
Interesting. Okay. Man City. So, so Man, Man United is oh, Man United. the Yankees, but yes. Ted Lasso's um, Man City. <laughs> well, we can pop over to, actually, we'll get to Man City in a minute, but um, we have another team in the northwest of England that's part of the Big Six um, that is Man United sworn rival, uh, Liverpool. Mm, I've never so heard of those guys before. <laughs> yeah, who are they? No one ever talks about oh, this, them ever. This sounds suspect. I feel like the logo might be on some slippers that are being padded around here. We don't know that. <laughs> um, but if we're going to say that, you know, Man United are the Yankees, Liverpool are easily the Red Sox and or the Celtics. They really? are the Boston to your New York, um, Port City, blue collar fan base, very, very rabid, awesome or annoying fans, depending on who you ask. But wait, I thought they were kind of an underdog. They are to a degree. So they have been historically dominant in the 70s and 80s. Liverpool were crushing it. Like they were absolutely at the top of English and debatably world football. But as of late, um, they've still been very good in recent years, but they've had dry spells. They've been kind of up and down and they've had trouble um, at times winning it all. Um between, so kind of like the Cowboys or the 49ers, super dominant in previous decades, but not we'll so get much. get to the right Cowboys now. a little bit later on. Ooh, okay. Question. Um, I love LeBron James, as you know. Isn't he an owner of Liverpool? Because like, don't they partly own Liverpool, Boston, Red Sox? Yes. Yeah, so another reason we're making this comparison is Fenway Sports Group does own That's Liverpool. Right. And LeBron James is a shareholder in that ownership group. Yes, that's so, oh, nice. Jordan, if you're if you're looking for you know factors to skew your decision, you may want to consider that. That's I am a little bit, but I know that you're kind of a this hater. So totally, how do you feel yeah. unbiased uh, podcast. We'll see. <laughs> um, another reason why I liken them to the Boston teams is they have a trademark song that is sang at trademark. the beginning of every match called "You'll Never Walk Alone." Um, it's amazing. It's a great slogan. I was going to get it embroidered on the inside of my wedding suit, but I forgot to do so. And I was kicking myself after because that would work on so Craig, it's never too late. Two things. You can always renew your vows and wear a special suit. And there's something called a tattoo where you can just embroider it on your skin. What is it again? You'll never walk alone. You'll never walk alone. That's definitely a lower back. Yeah. Maybe a face. My lower back speaking to my legs. <laughs> yes, totally. You'll never walk alone. No, you need it somewhere you can see it. <laughs> if it's meaningful. Totally. on his legs. This <laughs> is on your legs. On the top oh, of by the feet. way, this is totally objective. We don't know what team Greg likes yet. Oh, yeah. No, no we don't. Sorry, yeah. No, well, we have no idea. <laughs> why do I know all these things? I, I don't know. But, we, we need uh, to play that song in this and then do huge disclaimers that we don't own the rights. Okay. <laughs> There we go. It's a good karaoke song, too. But the Boston Red Sox also have Sweet Caroline that's saying it every song. That's so. right. That's right. So does every college bar at closing time. Just saying. This is oh, true. They play closing time. Ben no, Bowles. Or don't Sweet Caroline and you stay, on, you stay on top of the tables. Maybe that's just Max's and Eugene, Oregon. Anyway, okay. I love it. All right. That is, we're, we're two in. We got this. Yes, this is true. We'll keep, keep this train moving, closing out the um, northwest of England. We're getting to Catherine's favorite Man City. So I'm going to... Favorite? I didn't gonna, even know Man City existed. 
you're the first one that came to mind. So obviously they were. I thought uh, it was Ted Lasso. <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in there. Richmond United. So you may recognize Man City from Ted Lasso because they did play Man City in the FA Cup. Great. That okay. is true. So I didn't make it up. But Ma- Jamie Tart. Ooh. Jamie Tart. Jamie Tart. His dad's the worst. His dad is that. So tough, man. That's like not cool. I need to finish season two. I have not done that yet. We haven't either. No spoilers. Oh, we're ten minutes away from from ending the last episode. George is. I won't. I won't end it. Okay, let we'll let Greg talk. My bad. I was like, whose podcast is this? Just kidding. Um, I'm going to switch sports here. We're not switch at sports. Yeah. Yeah. We're moving away from baseball comparisons. We're not only going to do baseball comparisons okay, got it, got it. on this. Yes. Podcast, Love it. On this program. Love it. So man city are basically the golden state warriors. Oh, and here's why they are my team. new money in every sense of the word. Currently dominant. Historically not very oh. exciting players. Incredibly exciting players. A lot of offense. Former player as a coach, one of the best of all time, Pep Guardiola. And I feel as if they appeal to the younger generation. Uh, well, are... there's Catherine for you in a nutshell. All those things you said. <laughs> there you go, so. I think you can end the, the segment here because I've picked my team. And um, we already know that Jordan has Liverpool because of LeBron. So thank no, you so I want to hear about my options. When I studied abroad, I got some sort of Celtic shorts is there a kelp yeah okay yeah it's coming that exists that unfortunately is not in my 13 but there is a team yeah because we suck that might be my team that might be my team they're very dominant in scotland but scotland doesn't that's get pretty small of- that's pretty small that's like the g league bro yep pretty much um but i think this next one you're gonna like jc okay. I, I wrote this with you in mind. so we're moving down to the south of england to london to london town um, there are a gajillion teams in London, but there are three of them that reside in the big six. So we're going to start with Tottenham Hotspur, a.k.a. Spurs. I don't know if you've heard Ooh. of Spurs. Tottenham. Tottenham. Um, I haven't. I'm going to compare them to three teams, and I had to throw in a hockey team here for all of our Canadian listeners. Oh, yeah. Big time listeners. Shout out to the big six. six. The six. Lots go. of overlap. Getting real in the six. Um Spurs are basically the Toronto Maple Leafs or the Cleveland Browns or the Chicago Cubs. Oh, so we always find a way to lose. Always find a way to lose. But there's a phrase that their fans use called Spurs in it up. They really Spurs it it up there. Oh, I love it. I'm going to start using that. The other phrase that comes to mind is there's always next year. Indeed. (laughs) And they've had some flashes of glory. Um, they have gone to the Champions League final where they lost to a team called Liverpool recently. But um, <laughs> they, are, uh, they are based in London. They recently built a new stadium that I've heard is awesome. Um, they are kind of in a posh area. They um, you know, have some very exciting players. Uh, Hung Min Son is an amazing Korean player um, that's on their team, Harry Kane. They have really, really um, you know, attractive style of play um so a lot of positives about spurs but if you that's wild to me yeah so i have a question you're like there's a gajillion teams i have one that's a total rhetorical question but holy smokes there's that many players and then my second question is 
does every team get a stadium? Like every single team does have a stadium. Are you serious? But the stadiums are a variety of sizes. Wow. So you have like the new camp, for instance, that y'all went to in Barcelona. It's like 90,000, 100,000 people. And you have like lower division teams that have like 5,000 person stadium. So they all still big, but that's cool. Okay. Very cool. I'm going to, so far that one's my leader. Yeah. Because I love an underdog. They have they have cool uniforms too. They have nice classic like white and navy blue. They got maple leaves kind of colors. So I think our TO fans are gonna be into uh into Spurs. So I think classic. whoever we pick, we have to get a jersey, right? Oh, good idea. That's the other Can't cool wait. thing about um these European teams is they change their their kits as they're called. The jersey is a kit. They change their kits every year. Um, so they have that, every year. Yeah. The main one, which is pretty consistent throughout with little variations. And then they have an away kit um, and a third kit. That- like it. I've seen that with women's soccer, which I've started to follow a little bit more closely. And I'm a fan of the changing uniforms because the Oregon University of Oregon ducks change their oh, uniforms I mean, for yeah. every game. Spoiled. I mean, it's a this little extra, true. but you know, I'm used to it. It's pretty cool. It's fun though, right? Um, yeah. The reveal is always huge. That's what's up. We'll, we'll talk CFB in another episode. Definitely. But we'll, we're, we're talking Euro FB. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, cool. So two more teams in England. I'll keep it snappy because we got some other continents to visit or countries to visit. Um, okay. So then we have Chelsea and we have Arsenal. Okay. I've heard of both those of are, those. Yes. They're, they're relatively well known. They're relatively big. When I was doing these comparisons, I didn't love my Chelsea comparison to be quite honest, but there's reasons why I picked it. So um, I'm going to the NFL here. I'm going to compare Chelsea to the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, so just like bad territory to have a team with a good quarterback, small market, a sellout coach. None of those are accurate at all. (laughs) Truth teller. I'll tell tell you why I picked Chelsea for the Seahawks. Things changed when they got a billionaire owner. Oh, I mean. So Chelsea for the longest time like was around and they were a team and they weren't winning much. And then they were purchased by Roman Abramovich, Russian billionaire, um, who essentially bought his way to glory. And so in 2004, 2005, when he bought the team, uh, they got a roster or a roster and cash injection that was very significant um, and has been attributed to their success. Uh, much like Seattle, Paul Allen. Obviously, Microsoft fame bought the team, and they went on the uptick. Um, Interesting. They have both died, one literally, one figuratively. Roman Abramovich had to sell the team, obviously, because of the conflict uh, in in Russia and some of his funding sources. So it's been oh, a time of turmoil that. for Chelsea. Um, it was big news. But, He's a billionaire. And then like they cut the stuff from all the oligarchs, and then they, he had to sell the pretty team. Pretty much, yeah. And now it has been purchased actually by one of the owners of the Dodgers um, ownership group. So a lot of the teams in England actually are owned by Americans, which is very ironic. But wow, yeah. okay, cool, cool. Um, but speaking of coaches, I mean, this depends on where your loyalties are in other sports and your perspective. They both hired a special one that took them to the promised land, aka Pete Carroll and Jose Mourinho, who's no longer with the team. Catherine doesn't like Pete Carroll because of the whole. Oregon this situation I'm aware no it's because he he coached at USC oh right USC. Left. yeah yeah he was a USC guy this is back when I was Greg's a USC guy so why don't you guys duke it out right now what 
Oh, you're not aware? Yeah. Oh. No. This is news to me, Uh-oh. which makes sense why you were defending him. But he completely abandoned them. He got all those sanctions and then left. I'm not going to lie. There is still some he hurt there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did that to you, Real time Greg. feels yeah. right now. Real time feels. <laughs> Having okay, said so that, he's still very then, special. But that's because I grew up a Cal, like, Pac-10 loyalist. Ah, so fair. anyone who was, and, like, Pete Carroll being, like, super prominent coach. Okay, this isn't about me, but that's that's how I feel. And you have felt it. <laughs> so you probably shouldn't support Chelsea. Okay, so I remembered the... I remembered... Um, <clears throat> I remember your nickname. Oh snap! Okay, Did this you is what I make up thinking. a new one. Is, no, no, no! I literally remembered. Okay, I heard you. If you tilt your head in the right, in the same direction when you had the thought the first time, it'll come back to you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, okay. So I um, it's Greg, the Money Ball, Meltzer. You get it? You get it? I wish you could see my face right now. Yeah, angsty like, angsty like. Yeah, angsty like. Moneyball, because we're really thinking in, we're dialed in. We got like yeah. stats and comparisons and preparedness. Like, this is true. This is true. I, I spent many nights awake in my bed thinking about the appropriate comparison. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I love that. I love that about so, you. Clear, like the Moneyball Meltzer. Area of passion. Um, but yeah, I can I can rock with that. Okay, cool. That is better than Melt's face. I'm sorry. It is. But but, we get it. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) As he leans into the microphone. Fighting words. (laughs) We already have an OU and and USC situation that's going to evolve here. But they just joined the the, the Big Ten. So Greg and I have some fighting words. Totally. That's going to be fun, though. It will be so much fun. All right. Which continent or which uh, country are we going to next? So we're going to round out England with Arsenal, who are basically the San Francisco Giants. Catherine's team, boom. Why? Tell I us think why. Naturally, Catherine, you and I have like every rivalry that exists. I think you're all north and I'm all south because I'm a Dodger diehard. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're I from the. Here. You're from SoCal. I'm yeah. from yeah. the Sacramento area, so I'm from yes. NorCal. So this okay. makes sense. We, to we me. need another like rivalry show. Just yeah, we do. I'm all Ooh, inviting myself. Good idea. Yeah, Absolutely. you can invite yourself back and we can duke it out. I'll do that. There we Let's go. Let's do it. I'm going to write it down. I'm a lover, not a fighter, though. So I have a I'm a time. fighter and a lover. So <laughs> You're not a fighter. <laughs> Sorry, honey. In my I'm head, I have you. a lot of really great fights. Um, <gasps> Definitely in your head. I think in my head, like yeah. Today. yeah. Maybe I should do a rabbit hole <laughs> on fights because it's all just in my head. That would be a good one. <laughs> I love it. So Arsenal are the San Francisco Giants. They have had some of the best all-time players. They've moved from Classic Stadium to a fun newer one, um, as the Giants have. Um, They're really good at developing young talent. Not so great with signing free agents. Um, And the key thing to note about them is they have won a bunch of stuff in the not-too-distant past, and they won't let you forget about it. Oh, annoying. (laughs) Three-peat? Three-peat Giants, and then you have... (laughs) Arsenal, who were the Invincibles in the early 2000s, where they're the only Premier League team to have never lost a game in a single season. They're the only undefeated team, which that is pretty bad. Deserved. That's pretty cool. That, that sounds totally deserved. deserved. That does yeah. sound deserved. But also, hmm. yeah, annoying. 
Anyway, Shannon Kennedy is an Arsenal fan, and I've been giving a crap about it forever. And now they're actually turning the corner and going to be pretty good. So good, good for you, Shannon. I'm yeah, good for you, Shannon. Success. <laughs> I have two Our strong contenders right now. Players. You have two strong contenders. Yeah, you do. Okay. There we go. And so I've got England, the England has the most detail. I'm going to maybe boogie through through the rest of Europe. So we're moving over to France right now. Okay. Um, there's a team called PSG. Um, at Paris Saint-Germain, Germain, Germain. You pronounce that. Um, they are the Dallas Cowboys of world Messi. football. Messi. Oh, Messi. Okay. They got the stars. They got the Messi. They got Neymar. They got Pogba. Kylian Mbappe. Uh, Pogba. Pogba's not on PSG. But Damn. He was. <laughs> Didn't he, wasn't he? <laughs> he, uh, he was on Man United, and then he is now on Juventus, who we'll get yeah, to later. Fuck that up. That's okay. They have similar jerseys on the French. He's French national though, team. isn't he? Pogba is French. Yeah. Yep. So he plays for the French national team. So easy, easy uh, way to get for, forgiven, honey. You're forgiven. There we go. But PSG is basically the Dallas Cowboys. They play in the European equivalent of the NFC East, which is we all know a trash division. Um, and the French league is a trash league. Um, <laughs> PSG just wins that every year, and they have no easy. competition. <laughs> But when they go play against the big boys, they get trampled. The clock runs out out and they get a penalty. Exactly. So they are all about the brand, though. They have stores. um, They're they're sponsored by Jordan brand. Um, So they're in like every mall in America. And the kids love PSG because they're stylish. Um, They're owned by, I think, a mogul. um, uh, I forget his background, but... It's the only team that we're going to go through in France, but we're moving over to Germany um, Ooh, for a similar situation. There's one kind of main uh, global team in Germany, Bayern Munich. So Bayern Munich, I would compare to rooting for the San Antonio Spurs or the St. Louis Cardinals. They're well run. They're competitive year in and year out. They got a lot of titles. And if you support them, it's fine fine it is fine that's like when you're like hey honey how do i look and i say you look fine it's fine not not a fan of fine over here but i get it i mean i'm a huge pop fan like it's just like consistent right like they always probably got a chance totally and in germany they just dominate all the time so i have a question for you because this part i don't understand you have to win your country to then compete somewhere else or how does that like work? Yes. Great question. So there's basically two types of leagues. There's your domestic okay. league, which is your country. So you have the premier league, you have the German league, the Bundesliga. Um, you have Serie A, which is Italy. You have all your domestic leagues, right? If you okay. finish high enough, usually top four in your domestic league, okay. you are invited to play in the champions league. Uh, which is all of the best teams from Europe essentially competing against each other year in and year out. Is this a, okay, got it. So, and that is a long season. Like how many games are in the champion league? So the champions league goes through a couple of different stages. You have the group stages, which are basically round Robin tournament uh, in pots of four, similar to the world cup, the world cup. Yeah. So top two teams from round Robin play progress. Then you have um, essentially kind of like a March Madness style knockout um, setup where you're going round of 16, but they're played across two legs. So in the round um, of 16 and of eight, sorry, uh, 16 quarterfinals and semifinals, 
you're drawn against a team and you play one at their house, one at your house. And oh, on aggregate, okay. whoever scores the most goals goes through to the next round. Oh my God. I would love this. I do need a team that is, and we are, but you got to get up early to watch the games, no? Well, that's uh, why we have DVR. Ooh, nice. And then you just are Sorry, super DVR. Do young kids know what that means? Digital. DVR? VR. <laughs> DVR, honey, like recorded like we would do on a Hulu. Live TV. Live TV. I'm Hulu just saying that sport. that term is like very outdated. What should I call it? DVR. DVR. No. You just have your streaming platforms. Do you have cable? No, but you can record on like YouTube TV or... Yeah, I think Peacock I thought DVR. I haven't heard DVR as a current term. Wait, you still say that you Skype your grandmother. <laughs> you don't. You FaceTime or whatever. Okay, so like... I'm. Yeah, you're correct. Okay, That's right. cool. Okay, so oh, yeah, you like to hear it. Either way, winning the Champions League is probably the best thing you can win every year because you're essentially beating the best of the best. Okay, and you say that these are then invited to this league. So when I, when I compare this to what I do know about soccer, which is Ted Lasso, mm-hmm. that end of the first season. When they lost, were they they were like at risk of being in the league because they. So, here's another uh, kind of thing that you need to recognize in the domestic leagues. The top teams go to the Champions League. The bottom teams get yeah. demoted. What does that mean? So the Premier League is the top league in England, but then you have the Championship, which is the next one down. Then you have League One, League Two, all the way down. You have like six leagues that are competitive. And so if you're losing and you're in the bottom three of the Premier League, you're playing in the championship, which is really awkwardly titled. Um, but you are moving right? moving okay. down leagues, being relegated the next year. That's crazy. Okay, we can keep moving to the next one. So, okay, um, we're, we're rounding it out here. I'm going to do Spain now. Um, two really big teams Barca. in Spain. So we're going to start with Real Madrid. Um, who are very, very well-known, arguably the most uh, popular team in the world. Um, I'm going to compare them to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Oh, oh roll gross. away, roll Tide. Tide. Roll gross. away. So there's an they SEC bias there. What's that? There's an SEC bias, so that means that there's a bias inherent in this team. They are just so good. <laughs> they win everything all the time have for their entire history and continue to do so today. Do they have a Nick Saban? So they have not one coach that has been kind of the guy, but pretty much all of their coaches are iconic and they've all kind of been former players at one point in Europe. So Zinedine Zidane um, was their coach for a long time, won a lot of Champions Leagues when Ronaldo was there. He was a huge player for France. And he headbutted um, a guy right. to get um, ejected in a final what? that then Italy won the World Cup. Just, I, yeah. Okay. He did. Drop in knowledge. Yes, that is accurate. Um, but yeah, Real Madrid are basically the, the Crimson Tide. Um, they are super dominant. They have a trademark color, which is white. They're Los Blancos. Um, Ooh. They have a trademark slogan, which is Hala Madrid. What's that I'm, mean? I'm probably badgering the pronunciation. Like of hello that, but Madrid, but hollow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna H A L A Madrid. Hala Madrid. What does that mean, huh? I'm gonna see. I don't know. I'm using the little Google machine here. Go Madrid. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. 
if uh, Ali Rodriguez is listening to this, then he'll definitely. Is that his team? Uh, concur. That is his team. Oh, okay. Yes. Interesting. Okay. So, um, and they have a massive rivalry with our, our next contestant, Barcelona. El Clasico. I might, uh, that might have to be also on my list. So I've got Totten, Liverpool, and Barca. Is it Barca or Barca? It's Barca. Barca. Bartha. Bartha. Oh, yeah, Barcelona. There you go. Okay, perfect. Catherine's laughing so, at me. It's fine. This one was an interesting one. I had to think, think long and hard about this, but I'm going to compare Barca to the Dodgers. Oh. And here's why. They produce amazing young talent. Um, they have an academy called La Maisa. I'm probably badgering that as well. But they have churned out homemade, homegrown stars year over year. So that is a huge thing. The Dodgers, at one point in the 90s, have like five or six rookies of the year back to back. Holy smokes. Um, and they will also splash for the big names. You know, Sure. They actually are in a situation currently where they've been in debt. They bought a bunch of players, and they needed TV money sales to bail them out. Holy similar smokes. to the Dodgers in the Frank McCourt years. Um, but they they play the beautiful game. They have great uniforms. They look fantastic, um, and they have an iconic stadium, the New Camp. Yeah, similar to Dodger Stadium. It is very old. <laughs> it is super old, but man, but epic, epic to watch games. It so, is. Bar- actually terrifying because i'm afraid of heights i like couldn't even go up to the top it was a very scary place to be i felt like i was like leaning forward the whole time i can't imagine kids being up there like that would i would just get it over with and toss them overboard oh jeez that's literally the feeling i get when i'm on like a slope like that that high i'm just like i'm clearly gonna fall i'm gonna take this into my own hands this is a vertigo vibe yes exactly exactly that was crazy Okay. All right. So we covered <clears throat> France, England, UK, Germany, Spans. Yep. Spans. Yeah. And Spain. Spans. <laughs> France and Spain now combined. Spans. Spans. <laughs> Europe's blending together. <laughs> Too much soccer. All right. Where are we going next? Okay. So we're going to conclude our journey in Italy. All right. I don't know um, any Italian teams. So there's three that you need to know. Okay. And I have a feeling that you may have some feelings. Ooh, okay. So there's Juventus. Um, they have a really cool kind of like black and white striped jersey. Cool branding, you know. Their yeah. logo looks cool. They're, they're, they're a cool team. They're the New England Patriots. Oh. Why? Sorry, Belichick England... or Brady? Yeah. So they are the winningest club in Italy of all time. I'm going to say more Brady. Not necessarily built on iconic coaching. They've had some GOAT players. One of note was their keeper, Gianluigi Buffon. Guy's a legend. He's played not only at Juventus. He kind of like went and had his honeymoon, I think, in in other teams. He might have played for PSG. I'm not sure. But majority of his career there, he was kind of like a, a, a career guy at one club. And I, I would say at the keeper position, he's probably the GOAT. And yeah. he played okay. until he was like 45 or something. Question for you with respect to Brady. I mm. like him now that he's left the Patriots. Like It's almost like how much I like Kobe post... Is it post-humus? Is that the word? Post-humusly? 
Yeah, that's correct. Posthumously? Posthumously. I was trying to put that together in my head. Yeah. <sighs> but I like, now that Brady's left, like, I, and he like got super drunk after winning the Tampa Bay thing and like almost tossed a Lombardi trophy in like the Bay. Uh, I'm like, he's such a cool old dude. Yeah. I mean, I am inclined to agree. That photo is the cover of my fantasy football league's Facebook group. <laughs> it's the only it's the only reason I really use Facebook is to coordinate like the fantasy football draft for my league every year, but we got a drunk Tom right on the cover. Oh my yeah, exactly. It's so pretty cool. fantastic. But the main reason why I've compared Juventus to the Patriots is because they're both a little bit scandalous. Ooh, tell me more. Deflate so, gate. Got Deflate Gate. We got what was the other one? Another gate that we passed through. Uh, the the Patriots like to bend the rules, and Juventus at mm. one point in the not too distant past or past, sorry, um, was suspended for uh, match fixing. And how do you the bend the That's, rules in this? Like, what does that sound? Fixing? I mean, Jordan, have you ever heard of bend it like Beckham? Um, but that sounds very Italian, Greg. I haven't. Mm. I haven't heard that one. Exactly. <laughs> Is that a porno? I haven't heard it. I don't know what that means. But also, you've never heard of the movie Bend It Like Beckham with Keira Knightley? Oh, not a fan. Oh, okay. I admittedly have. Okay, of course you have, Greg. A girl, a girl I had a crush on had a crush on Keira Knightley, and so I could not like Keira Knightley. Come on, it's a real classic sport movie. Anyway. Um, so they've had some. She's scandal. played zero sports in her life, so cast a better person. She's it's a better a, pirate than an athlete, I guess. Yeah, it's, she's it's a, a real, clearly a, a pirate. <laughs> All of those films are fantastic, but we can we can. Move okay, on. cool. All right, I love a good scandal, though. There we go. But I don't think Juventus is for you. So no, it seems like you have your short list. I'll keep them over there. Have your short list. And we're we're getting to the end, so we're at the very end. We're going to do a twofer in this one. Ooh, love it. Um, so this is a, a crosstown set of teams um, that are both from Milan. So AC Milan and Inter Milan are basically the Lakers and Clippers of Italy. Okay, but who's who? B-ball here. So AC Milan is the, are the Lakers. Okay. Um, classic who's who of iconic players, many of which have stayed close to the club, been involved in you know coaching and, and all of these things. Uh, a lot of the like all-time lists are littered with AC Milan players. But then you have Inter Milan, who have had some good seasons, maybe some not-so-good seasons, but are kind of like little brother to AC Milan. And they both share a stadium in Ooh, San Siro. interesting. So you kind of got that crosstown rivalry going. And another reason why I compare AC Milan to the Lakers is they recently signed an over-the-hill veteran to bring them back to glory. Name is Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Um Okay. Similar to LeBron, bringing that title to the Lakers. Gotcha. Not that LeBron's over the hill, but let's be real. He's, he's over on, the hill. Yeah, he's on his, his yeah. downslope. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, that's that's what we got. Oh, my God. Okay, so my short list is Totten, Liverpool, and Bartha. Bartha. Oh, my God. I mean, I just love Barcelona, like, period. And then we already have a pair of shorts. Go well with a jersey. Our shirts, the Bar- Barcelona. Our shorts are Barca because we went to Camp No. Ours, it's yeah. No Camp, New Camp, New Camp. New camp. 
we didn't we went to this whole thing we paid and did a whole tour we were there for like four hours and we didn't ever called it the right thing <laughs> ironic that it's the new camp because it's the very very old i'm camp. between totten and and barca what, what about you Catherine? man city and arsenal but I want to look up the, of course, I want to look up my NorCal team. I think no decisions need no. to be made on this program unless you want to. I, no, I got no, to commit to it. We got to commit to make them so that we can. I'm looking, I want to look up the jerseys. So, oh, good call. You know, I'm going to look up Todd. You could, this is if important. you're going to select Tottenham, Jordan, Spurs is the is the nomenclature. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't like a spur. What is it called? Spurs. Yeah, it you're up? gonna like spurs a spur, it up. A spurs. Come on, you I mean, that goes in the line. Like, this is my chance to like not have a team that just fucks it up in the last second. I would. Go, I would go Barca but if that's see. your. If that's. But are they? How are they doing? Like, I don't want to also jump on a bandwagon. You know. <laughs> you're really, very really against. Important, really important. I would say wagons. Barca is slightly I bandwagony, would... but to be honest, pretty much most of these teams that I told you are in some capacity. Like if we're getting down to like, you know, the lower tier teams or like the mid table teams, like we haven't even covered those. So these are like any of these that you pick will be like one of the big teams in Europe. Okay. Oh, you know, what's going to do it for Ooh. me is yeah. sponsorship. So man city is sponsored by Puma and Arsenal is sponsored by Adidas. So I got to pick Arsenal because that's where my loyalties lie. There you go. Ooh, that is mm. kind of wild that you have a history of working at Adidas and Adidas's brother runs Puma literally yeah. across the street in Herzo. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, wow. I mean, that yeah. could not be too IR, like tr- true life for you. Okay, Arsenal, you'll never have to worry about an the... ugly kit. They're consistently on the list of like the coolest kits um every year so you're gonna have to deal with some heartbreak they're on well, the up though right now i actually think choosing arsenal at this time is like the least bandwagony time to choose yeah. oh that's cool that's Great. cool Look at we'll me. take that we'll take that i'm All gonna right. go with bartha partly because i already have shorts also i really love their colors there's this pre-match jersey that just is like pixelated like it's kind of spelling something i like it a lot also, they're sponsored by Spotify, which is, you know, a distributor of this podcast. <laughs> this is exciting. We have teams. We got to get jerseys and then try to pay attention. Yeah, what happened? Fantastic choices. Yeah. I, I, I support any choices okay. that are not, now my allegiances can clearly come out, that are not. Yes, Greg, reveal. reveal. Any allegiances <laughs> that are not Manchester United or Manchester City because I am Liverpool through and through to the devil. Through and so, through. Never, never walk, walk alone. alone. Tattoo in my probably never future. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, Greg, we're going to wrap this up with Hit four me. questions. All right. The first one is my dad's super superstitious. Do you subscribe to superstition? And if so, what are Oh, they? Absolutely. I'm extremely superstitious. Um, I have all of my kits for Liverpool. I think I have maybe like six of them. And if I'm wearing one on game day and it's not going my way, I'll flip it around. What happens? I'll change it. I'll like, I think a tire while watching can definitely affect the juju of the game. So very much into that. 
You'll change yes. mid-game. What does Hannah, your wife, do in these scenarios? Um, other things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does she have a jersey? Um, you know what? She has one that's not hers. Um, it's an older one of mine that no longer fits me. So sometimes I think by times I mean like Should we get time. her a Man United oh, jersey? No. No. <laughs> she would never. She would never. Um, exactly. Have you been to a game? Not in England, unfortunately. That's something that's a dream of mine. That's going to sure. have to happen. But we did see Liverpool with Chelsea um, at the Rose Bowl as an exhibition a couple years back, which was... Oh, yeah, that's pretty fun. dope. Although the Rose Bowl is an abysmal place to be. So definitely like... Yeah, clearly. The walk from the in. parking lot is yeah. long. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, superstition. All right. 100%. All right. Catherine, you asked the next one. I don't have the questions. You didn't send them to me. Oh, I thought I what happened to you. Why don't you ask it? Sure didn't. Okay. The next question is, Greg, hypothetically, would you ever bet against your own team? Absolutely. Tell me more. Bet with your head, not with your heart. I like that. That is next question. Exactly. Moving on. You don't need to expand. All right. This came from a listener, longtime listener, first time caller, Carly DeFilippo. Greg, if the ball gets past the goalie, whose fault is it really? From, and I quote, she says, from a disgruntled hormonal teenage ex goalie. Ah, okay. That that context is (laughs) everything. That context is everything. You know what, Keeper? You're the last line of defense. Oh. I didn't say that. I, no no blame was placed. That that has not been commented yet, but I'm just sussing out okay, this question. Okay, yeah, sure. That's I a fact. Articulate my thoughts. Responding with your you head know, at Keeper is the last line of, of defense. Um, but if you have crap defense in front of you, then that's that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I can't wait. And it depends who is uh, who's putting the ball in the net. Well, that's the real question, right? Who put the ball in the net? If it's an own goal, if it's your defender, then it's their fault for sure. That's a good point. But if it's someone on the other team, then... Oof, yeah, I got to give them the credit. That's fair enough. It's yeah. like, was it an error? Was it a breakdown? Yeah. I can't we'll wait for know. Carly yep. to respond to this when we have her yeah, on. Yeah, she's, she's on next week. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. Last question. You kind of answered this, but I want to know more. Maybe there's some another moment that would kind of like take the cake here. Dream Stadium and Dream Game Context, Game 7, down or down, you know, 3, whatever, um, to see a team play. Any team, whatever I mean, team that is. Giving it a little thought. Yeah. Game 7 of the World Series, down 3. Bases loaded, bottom of the ninth. Who is up? Two outs with Mookie Betts at the plate against the San Francisco. Oh, fuck those guys. Oh, come on. Okay, my Sorry, in-laws. Walk off off to win it all. Could you imagine? Dodger Stadium? Where are you going going to celebrate after this? Oh, my gosh. Am I going to make it? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Dodger dog on the parking lot. Hello. Masa Echo Park pizza. My blood pressure skyrocketed when you were setting that. I was so excited for him. I was so excited. There we go. I I thought about it. I wouldn't be able to root for that, but I could respect it. For sure. 
I, I'm sure the the flip side scenario would uh, elicit a similar reaction from you. Totally. Again. So I I hear that. Yeah. Well, Greg, thank you for teaching us something. Thank you for helping us pick our teams. We're going to go spend money on a jersey we don't need, but we're going to embrace it. And also thanks for answering the final four. And thanks for being a guest. There we go. This is awesome. Happy to do it. Thank you so much. I can't wait to, of course. to get more into our rivalries in the future. There we Maybe go. We can call it LTV Common Ground. Episode 15. Common Ground. I'm calling it. Perfect. <laughs>